Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. This is episode... Hey, number 15. 15. I think it's 15. I don't know. But yeah, I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely wife, Rochelle. Rochelle, what's happening today? Uh, Not much, Malcolm. You feeling okay? (laughs) (laughs) You into it? You ready to go? I know we've been on vacation, but... Yeah. Yeah, ready I'm ready. Do. I'm back in action. I'm the one that's ready to get back to work. You tried to get me talk me into doing these podcasts for the past two weeks when I said, nope, it's break time. I've got to recharge and refuel. And man, it went by too fast. It did. It really, really did. We had a good time though. We took uh, we took Michael to the beach. We stayed down there about a week, and we you know soaked up some sun and put our toes in the sand and all that stuff, whatever you do. Is it yeah. toes in the sand or ass in the sand? I think Take it's, I think, Yeah, I, I did all of it. I put, <laughs> I put it all in the sand. But yeah, no, that was fun. And then we came back home and uh, he had a little camp he had to go to yeah. down in Oxford. So we had, we I tell everybody, we played PBC here at the house for PBC? a whole week. Yeah. PCB. PCB, is that what it was? Yeah, Panama City Beach. That's what it was. Anyway. I was acting like I was on spring break for a whole week, <laughs> and that was fun. I think Kroger thinks we may have some problems. <laughs> so we we went to the store every day, and we just bought a buggy full of beer and meat to grill, and so. <laughs> and came home and did some swimming, and that's it. Grilled something every evening, and then we did some swimming and drank lots of beer, and man, it was fun. That went by way too fast. Yeah, that I, one really. I got did. you doing some wooing. <laughs> I mean, we didn't get crazy. We didn't have no t-shirt contest or none of that or funnel contest. I should have, man, I could have made a funnel. Have I ever told you, have I ever told you I could, I could make, well, back in college, we made beer, beer bongs, I guess people call them, we call them funnels. We'd go to AutoZone, get us one of them old oil funnels and get us some PVC tubes. Man, we, yeah. I've seen those homemade That's been a long time since I've tried funnel. that. That's, that's original PCB I right you there. funnel a lot. Yeah, I used to could. Yeah, six was about at one time. Six, what do you mean at one time? <laughs> like they would start pouring it and fill it up. I'm I'm not talking anymore about that. <laughs> I never could funnel, even my heyday. Yeah. I can drink beer, but I can't funnel. Well, anyway, so we did that. Then Shane, our buddy Shane Lynn from Towns and Spices, had some people over to his cat. He's had some cabins. Over uh, on the White River, Mount Olive, Arkansas, I think was where it was yeah, called. Arkansas. It was the middle of nowhere. I mean, I never, I didn't, I didn't know you could drive. It was what, about three and a half hours from the house, and we were up in the mountains. I mean, this, I mean, it was, it was beautiful. Got to do some trout fishing. We brought a few trout back, cooked them for dinner uh, when we got back home, and that was, you know, that was kind of the end of our vacation, I guess. It was. And man, it was, it was nice to go yeah. up there for. You a and weekend. Michael caught some fish and. We went we fishing. Cooked. We went we fishing both fish. days. It was it, the only thing. It was so. It's been so hot around here. I mean, it really was a great time to take some time off because it's too hot to do videos. Yeah. Our season kind of runs. Mm-hmm. We start picking it. We take a little time off in January because I mean we work seven days a week most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we take a little time off in January, um, and then it's, things start slowly picking up in February, March. By April, we're Oh yeah, we're working balls to the wall <laughs> until June, and then right you know middle of June it's it starts heating up. You get them dog days of summer, and I mean, it's hot in the south, so that's it's about time for us to. It's a good time for us to here. wind down. Yeah, contests stop around here because it's so hot. 
you know, everybody kind of just takes a little break. Everybody's on vacation and stuff, so we take one too. And then we pick back up and finish out the year because we work all the way up until right before Christmas. Yeah, that's that's going to be busy this fall for sure, but hey, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to get back out there and do some comps. we got one coming up next week up in Kentucky. It's a state comp up at, uh, what's it, Rib Liquors Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Shout out Dwayne Pointer. He's got a restaurant up there. He's hosting Glasgow, the- Kentucky. Glasgow, 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 I think that's how you say it. But it's uh, the first, uh, his first contest up there in that part of the country, right outside of Bowling Green. So I think he told me it was like an hour, 20 minutes north of Nashville. So it's yeah. not that bad to drive for us. We're going to make a little weekend of that before school starts back. We're going to go up there a day or so early and hopefully, uh, you know, see some sites or something, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, maybe go to check Nashville. Out Wayne, uh, check out Dwayne's restaurant. We've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're in that time. area and want to do a steak contest, if you're in the Nashville area, Kentucky area, that'd be a great one. To yeah, go ahead and out. sign up. Um, yeah. I imagine they'll have 25, 30 teams. Yeah, it'd think. be a great little contest to jump in. One that's yeah. not too big, mm-hmm. just right. Interesting. It was only like 150 bucks. It wasn't yeah. expensive. And they're on the steak contest for fun. So um, we have some barbecue contests coming up. Uh, we'll, we'll fire them back up in August. So you don't even want to think about those right now, do you? No, I'd be fine <laughs> if we didn't fire those yeah. back up. Uh, we got to, we got to get back out there, man. <laughs> we also have barbecue live. Yeah, I got a class coming up. Yeah, yeah man, it's, yeah, it'll be barbecue live is Malcolm, uh, Mark Lambert, and. Uh, Wayland's competition barbecue class. Mm-hmm. They go through all four KCBS meets, and they're going to touch on SCA states as well. We always do a little demo on how you know how to get started into SCA. We bring we always bring people in. It's like I think Danny Kennedy will come in. He'll tell you a little bit about the SCA. We'll have some judges there uh, to bounce questions off of about KCBS cooking, and mm-hmm. it's a it's a really fun weekend. Uh, you know, cooking cooking barbecue. Yeah, and. My goal is to get a non-competition class going sometime this fall. Yeah, you know, we talked about it. We're probably going to be doing some travel-type stuff, so yeah. some different locations. And they'll be, they'll be more like cooking demos instead of, I guess, like a straight-up class where you sit down and have to take notes. I mean, you can take notes, but <laughs> it's mainly going to be, you know, showing people how to cook different stuff. Because yeah. we do a lot, not just competition barbecue. We do so much at How to Barbecue Right. I mean, this... It's all about anything you can cook outside and on the grill and getting better at it and sharing. And so I want to do some more of that stuff because people, I mean, it's crazy, but people watch this all over, all over the place, all over the country. I mean, we got people in different countries listening and watching our videos and stuff. So we wanted to kind of branch out, get out of the Memphis area a little bit, maybe, um, you know, visit, really visit some locations that we want to go to. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to mix it in as a little sightseeing uh, trips too, so... So I'm looking forward to getting that going. Hopefully next year, if we can work it. I mean, we've been trying to work on it this year, and life gets in the way. Business gets in the way. <laughs> we got to take some time and get out there. So this week we did two videos. Um, they weren't recipes, which is kind of unusual for us. Which I think it's good to branch out and do some other things because people ask us all about you know different things. And one of the questions that we get all the time is, "What smoker should I buy?" You know, and and. People always want to see what smokers you have. Yeah, that tour, you know, people have been wanting a tour since, I guess, since we moved into this house and I started doing videos outside there with the... Your little cooking yeah, area. Yeah, my little cooking area. Everybody wanted to see it. And I never really um, had the chance to film about it. So, you know, you said, well, I'll film a little quick video. I, th- I don't think it was very long, but what, five or six minutes. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. But um, it, all it was was kind of behind the scenes of where we cook. And, you know, we, I've got that little patio set up to where 
it was just the water hose area yeah. when we bought the house. And then um, I had some friends that do like those patio covers and like, I don't know, screen rooms and stuff like that. So I had them come out and, and uh, see about putting a little top on it. And I think it was, I don't know, what, four or $5,000 to put. It was worth every penny of it because it made that little outdoor kitchen area. And then, you know, I kind of had some electricity ran for a couple outlets. I had a TV, you know, I have a TV wired up there where I can watch sports. And then Jamie built us those bars, um, which, you know, they work out great. I yeah. mean, they're Somebody super. Somebody asked what wood that was. It's marine wood, isn't it? I, I think it's marine grade, like plywood. Or something. I have to ask Jamie. He'll be here after a while. Yeah. But I think that's what it was. I'm, I'm no carpenter. Don't get me lying on that. But he well, he did build them out of something. He built them out of something that would last. And then he stained them. So, a dark stain. Uh, yeah, a dark stain to kind of. And they're a pretty simple. I mean, he did a great job with them, but they're pretty simple and straightforward. We didn't get. Crazy. Yeah, Wayland drew the plan. It was just, yeah. I told him what I wanted. I, all I want, I didn't want doors. I just wanted some open storage on the back, a flat front, something that was counter height that I could stand at because I'm more comfortable standing when I, you know, do the videos and mm -hmm. stuff. And then I wanted something that, that had enough lip on the front of it to where. We can sit there and drink a beer and watch football. Yeah. I mean, that's that's all I wanted. And it's highly functional. I mean, of course, man, I had one company come out and quote me. I wanted to do just the same thing. And they wanted, man, I want to say it was like $15,000 yeah, to, yeah, to build a bar that made an L shape like that. This is I, not the top. We had the top at that point. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. And I was like, no. And they wanted to like cut out the, the, the pole support right there and, and put some kind of cedar post in. I was like, I just had this done. Why am I going to modify that? It's brand yeah. new. And I was like, no, we're going we're gonna to we're gonna have to let Jamie rethink that. So <laughs> It's just two bars. You know, it, it's it all makes it is. The but you know, I wanted them. Hey, in case we decide to move, I can take those bars with me. They're, yeah. they're, I mean, they're not attached to anything. They're just, you know, I mean, they're so heavy, they're not going to go anywhere. And it would be a, a challenge to move them, but it wouldn't be impossible. Yeah. Was that granite? I mean, that's onto the wood, some type of. Oh granite. yeah, now, now I did glue it. How does that work? Don't get me to lie. The company okay. come out. I did. I did have a separate company come out and do the top because I wanted something that would stand up to the elements out there. And granite works great for it. It looks pretty cool, I think too. Yeah, it does. And then, but we don't have granite in the kitchen, but we, have it <laughs> we got it outside. Got it outside. <laughs> but no, so that was just kind of our tour, and I showed all the different smokers I have. I didn't no, get show. No, well, you didn't. This is, I want to air some grievances here. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you did not include all your smokers. And I always complain that you have a lot of smokers, and you only showed probably about half, I'd say. Well, I know I forgot the Weber because it was inside, and people said, Where's the Weber? Man, I've had, I've probably got two or three Webers floating around. Yeah. But I got one that I keep here in the garage, and I, and I use it for that Santa Maria style. I used to take it to state contest. I know I have. So we've got. Three trailers. I have the red trailer I showed in the video. I've got my whole hog trailer, which is an old trailer. It's just all open. We didn't show that pit. It's parked over at uh, Mark and Jamie's yeah. house. Or it's an open trailer yeah, yeah. with a big hog cooker on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, right now, I, I guarantee it's probably infested with wasp and <laughs> weeds growing up around it because we don't use it very often. I mean, mainly we use it at Memphis and May. And or if I'm doing hogs, I'll you know we'll use it, but I don't do I don't do as many hogs anymore. So well, you're you get an old hickory a lot of times too. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I still have that trailer, and it's still I mean, all yeah. it needs is a good pressure wash, and it's ready to roll. But you also have an old another old hickory and E E L E D X. Yeah. Yep, yep. I've got one of the What's big the ones. Of that? 
96 port butts is what we can get on it. And we use that. That's a, it's, it's actually brand new. I mean, I bought it back in the spring and we're going to start doing, um, some fundraising cooking with it, you know, for ball teams or, or, uh, clubs or stuff like that. And it's on another little trailer. It's kind of, uh, pointed towards the word opens towards the backs and, uh, um, it has like a little six foot storage cabinet area on the front. It's an enclosed trailer. They just kind of chopped off the back of it and loaded that ELEDX on. But it's, I mean, it's a monster. It's, you know, it's yeah. the big it's rotisserie. A, it's, it's a the business. Yeah, yeah. It's more, it's not, it's not something I've I'm, I'm, I'm got in my backyard doing a weekly video with. Yeah. It, I mean, it's commercial. You know, it's the big old hickory. And then you have the steak trailer. And then I have the steak trailer that we use for steak contests. And it's, it's smaller a, than the red trailer. How big is the steak trailer? 16 foot. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a counter in there and, a, and in the sink. nose it's the sink. It's got cabinets for some storage. And that's an AC. How many? I mean, we bought it just took, well, steak for steak team. Yeah. We can all put our PKs in there, take one trailer to a contest, throw out the awning, we don't have to jack with tents or anything. And then we've got a place to get inside. If it's if it's hot, we can turn the AC or on. If it's raining. If it's raining. If it's cold, we can get in there and turn the heat on. It's just uh, nice to have one place to keep all my steak stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, that's but what how I many PK, you, have t- you own two PKs on that cooker. There's two PKs and a Pit Barrel Junior in there for doing, <laughs> for doing ancillaries. I have to hide these because she'll get some to me. That's just the ones you know about, show. <laughs> <laughs> There's also another Yoder. There's, it's, I've it's got Yoder. a Yoder at Deer Camp at my dad's place. We use it when we're cooking up there. Mainly around holidays when we're up there deer hunting. That's a, I made a list. It's a 480. It's one of the old, I used to do videos with It's the red 480. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it's still ticking. You ain't going to mess it up. Actually, I've got another Yoder 480 over at Mark Williams' house. How that one? Don't worry about it, Shell. Don't worry about it. <laughs> just, just don't think about them. They're all, they're all babies. Oh, gosh. And you have a Jambo on order. On the way. You got a Jambo on order. Can't wait. I've been counting down the days. I ordered it back February. There's nine months waiting time. So well, what's be... a Jambo? Some people might not know what it is. Oh, well, it, well it's, it, it's only probably the best pit in the world, they say. <laughs> <But> it's, <laughs> it's a stick burner. It's a also. stick burner pit that's kind of on a, on an axle where you can pull it. It's real slick. Got the custom paint job on it. Um, yeah, stick burner. It's got the firebox on the backside, nice boiler door on it where it's all, uh, you know, heavy-duty stuff and if you ever there, there, it's a custom pit. I mean, yeah. it's a custom stick burner. That's what I saw. Jambo is a custom stick burner. Uh, Jamie Gear makes them over in Dallas, Fort Worth area, I guess, Dallas, Texas, mm-hmm. over there. And uh, yeah, if you want one, plan on waiting a while because <laughs> I put it, I put like a deposit on it back in February, and it was nine months, so it should be ready in October, hopefully. And I can't wait because I'm excited. I, I bought it. Well, for one, I, uh, I was afraid Jamie's gonna quit making them, and I didn't want to—I didn't want to miss out on an opportunity to buy one before before he decides to retire. And I don't know if that's—I don't know if he's gonna retire or not. One day he's got to, and so I wanted to have one, but I'm gonna put it in the garage and use it for videos. I'll roll it out. Um, it's not gonna be on the back porch. I'll have to do it like on the back patio where I, where I had that red truck, where I park a red trailer, and I can just roll it right out of the garage and do some videos on it, and then roll it right back in. So. Um, it's, I'm, I'm a baby it because it's it was kind of expensive pit. So. Yeah. Uh, if you ever go to a barbecue contest and you see um, these stick burners that are look real slick and nice, and everybody's got them, custom and they paint have job. yeah, they have a custom paint job with their logo on it. Those are jambos. Mm-hmm. Typically, those typically, are jambos. Yeah. 
And they win. They fight out win. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what, people are killing it with Jambos. Yeah. So. The top teams in the country are cooking on Jambos. I'm sure Wayland's going to want to take it. Wayland's going to want to take it to barbecue contest. Oh. <laughs> That's between y'all, I guess. So that'll be the second one. You don't know about. That. <laughs> <laughs> I just think we have so much. Like we don't. We don't even have the space to store... Guns and barbecue pits. You can never have enough. <laughs> they're investments, Shell. I don't care what anybody tells you. They're investments. You can always you can always get your money back out of them. All right. So let's talk about buying a smoker. Because we made a second video. Um, and it was all about the smoker buying guide. We're, we didn't say this is the right pit for you. We just kind of said these are the things you need to consider when that's, you're thinking yeah. about buying a smoker. Well, that's what, yeah, that's, and that's all that was when I did. When you said you wanted to do a buying guide, I don't really, I don't know if it's a buying guide. It's just some tips to consider mm -hmm. if you're getting ready to spend that much or to make a big. To me, a barbecue pit's a big purchase. I don't care if you're, you're you know, if you're low, if you only got a hundred bucks to spend, that's that hundred bucks means something yeah. to you. So you really need to put some thought in it. And um, the I just you know. The way I did it, I didn't. I mean, I didn't really want to say this is exactly how you have to go buy a smoker. I just wanted to give people some ideas of what I would consider when I, what I think is important. Yeah. And that's how you know it started out. It was like number one thing is the budget. How much money you got? That's going to determine anything. And then yeah, you know, we we talked about the use of it. We talked about the capacity. We talked about your style. We talked about all these things. And those are pretty much the four main things. Yeah, and that's, and there's a few. You know, other oh, yeah. things, but those are the four main things to consider. That's the way I, you know, I think about if I'm going to buy a smoker. I mean, I know the first, I know the number one, how much money do I have to spend? Because that's going to determine where I start or what I can get. I mean, because if you're in the lower end of that, um, you know, you have it's a little easier almost because you don't have as many options. If you're under $400, you don't have as many options. Yeah, I mean. Oh, you know, well, you have a lot of options. Yeah, you, know, you got a lot of options in all of them, but that, that's the deal. There's so many different smokers and grills, and, you know, out there that you could choose from, and it, it's easy to it's easy to buy a bad one. I mean, yeah. Because you know, there's so much people will just put junk out there. I, really, I mean, and what, the way I look at, it, I don't want to buy a smoker that's only going to last me one season. I mean, you know, that's just the way it is, and you can spend. Three or four hundred bucks on one, and then it burn out the first mm -hmm. season, or rust out, and or just be made out of cheap metal, and you've done wasted all that money. Where if you would have took your time and thought about it, did a little bit of research, you know, you, you would have made a better buying decision and got something that's going to last a little while with a yeah. little care. But you know, so I didn't really give out smokers, you know, specific brands or manufacturers, and and because I. There's really no perfect one smoker, but I do have some that I like in those price ranges. So well, let's go through that. Sure. So, um, your lower end price range, and um, I was kind of doing a little research for the podcast, um, and I typed in offset smokers under you know four hundred dollars, and there was a lot of options out there. You can get an offset, or what we call offset stick burners. You know, um, you can get one for a hundred dollars. Yeah, but see that that again <laughs> that goes into those. El Cheapos that you see out in front of supermarkets. And I mean, hey, there's nothing wrong. I started with one of those way back in the day. Me and Waylon, you know, scrounged up our minimum wage money and we bought one from like outside Kroger. And it was one of those that just has a little side firebox mounted on it. And it's made out of thin sheet metal. And you're lucky if you like, I mean, your fuel on one of those. We, we burned just, um, 
we made a little basket out of it and burned coal and wood. Yeah. I mean, that's I call them stick burners because traditionally a stick burner pit is like you know a pipe with the side firebox on it, and it could be reverse flow. It could be, you know there's all kinds of different styles of stick burners, but that's what I consider a stick burner. Yeah. Something that you got to feed fire to the whole time, and that's what you have to do with those. But if you get into those cheap ones. I mean, they're not going to, one, they're not going to last. Two, they're made out of such thin metal, it's hard to regulate the heat on them. Um, they end up, you know, you, you have to build such a big fire in them that it ends up, the fire ends up burning them out. I mean, it's, you know, they're just, you're what, it's a waste of money. Yeah. When you could spend, you know, in that price range, you could build a drum. There's several other drums, like even Pit Barrel, for example, it's in that price range. You get a heck of a drum for the, the money you spend on it. I mean. And it'll last. Yeah, I'm it's going to last. At least five years, I'd uh, say. Drum, drums cook better the more you use them yeah. when they rust out and everything. <laughs> I mean, they're made. They're made. I mean, it's a, it's a garbage can, you know? Yeah. But uh, even the Smoky Mountain, it's in that $350 price range. I mean, there's you know you can buy the small 18-inch one or you can get the 22-inch one. It's probably closer to four. It may be you know a little over. I don't know. I hadn't, I hadn't bought one of those in years. But... There's some there's some really decent pits in that price range under four hundred bucks. And just, you see a lot of people competing on the competition circuit with Weber Smoky Mountain. Oh yeah, and drums, especially drums. Especially drums. Yeah, everybody has a lot a drum of pit, just yeah, about, yeah, it's, even it's, if it seems to go that way. Chicken, yeah. yeah, and we do. You know, I bought a drum like the one I have on that comp, on my comp trailer. It's just a big pop of kit. You can get the kit for about 130 bucks, I think. They have different levels. Like yeah. One's 100, one's 130, one's 150 or something. Yeah, but they're, I mean, everything's under 200 bucks mm-hmm. on it. And then all you need is a $15 refurbished drum and what some AutoZone paint. I mean, I, I bought, it's like a, well, we had a place in Memphis called Drumco. And, they, and I'm sure they're in every city. They have the drum companies or some kind of companies that handle these uh, drums, containers. And you just tell them you want a refurbished uh, food grade non-line drum and usually they have them and they painted them like a flat black and they, you know they have the little ring on them to hold the lid on and it's they're 13 bucks i mean they're dirt cheap uh at drum co you can just tell them i want a barbecue drum and that you know that's yeah, what they people know. yeah they know <laughs> but i mean a brand new one i think there's only 30 bucks i mean it's not it's not like much difference in price for just a metal drum. So that's, I mean, I guess if anything's a challenge to build on your own, it would be sourcing that drum. But, you know, the kit, come, they mail it right to you. It comes with instructions, and you drill the holes and put all the stuff on well, it. Well, it has a template, doesn't it? Yeah, no, everything, it's, exactly it couldn't get more holes. easier. Yeah. Couldn't get more easier. And then you can get some high-heat paint from AutoZone or Advanced or somewhere and if you want to spray the outside. I mean, now you can get fancy with a drum. I mean, there's some, several drums out there that are in that next tier, the the four hundred to a thousand, like the gateway, that's a thousand. I mean, I consider it; it'll mess up a thousand dollars if it doesn't cost it by the time you get it. But I mean, they have the slick finish on them; they're all seamless. You know, you're not going to see any bolts or screws or anything on it. If you don't get it customized and just go get a basic drum from um, Gateway, I, I, I think it's more the, like four. Or five. Is it? I, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I, I only got that one because I thought it was cool and. Then I decided well, uh, we don't want to. Yeah, we don't want to put it on the trailer because I don't want to beat it up. I need to get another one actually. Oh, I need one from the trailer. Uh, so let's move on. So th- in that price range, you're looking at a drum. You're looking at a Weber Smoky Mountain. That's what I would. That's what I would look at in the lower tier, mm-hmm. just because I know how how great they cook. And I've always that's told really your best options. Well, I've always told people, man, the uh, 
best flavor that I've had in a long time, this more true barbecue flavor, has come off a drum. Yeah. I hadn't found a pit that'll give you that flavor, and it has to do with the distance of that cooking rack to where the fire is, to where when that fat's dripping, it's hitting those hot coals, and it's producing that authentic barbecue flavor. Man, it, it, as simple as drums are to cook on, I mean, that's, that's the way I would tell everybody to go first. It's now, when you get into that next level... You yeah, start, yeah. You start. You get into your ceramic grills. That's where there you find some decent stick burners. I mean, hey, the, like Oklahoma Joe's. Um, I mean, they, they have all kinds of different. There's different, actually, like custom pit builders that have like a patio or a backyard model in that price range. You see your pellet, your pellet grills start popping up, and I mean, I mean you can get you know the gorillas. The I mean, Traeger has one. Rectech has one. The uh, what is it? Uh, Green Mountain Grills are good ones in there. All those typically fall in that from $400 to a $1,000 range. Now, they have some that are over a 1000 but that's when you get up into the the higher-end you know, higher yeah. models of those grills. But a lot of them start. A lot of them are real close. I mean, it gets down to what manufacturer do you think? I mean, is there a big difference in them? No. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go out and buy the, the base model of any of them because you know it's not going to last. That's the, you got to think the way a lot of those companies do – and I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them, they have that lower-end model because they know it's going to last you two or three years. You're going to buy the next model. I mean, they'd go out of business if they make something that's so good. I mean, it's, it's, like, like, PK. it's like PK's problem. They make a grill that lasts forever, you know. And you got to come up with new ways to, to get people to buy a product. But yeah. pellet grills are the same. The pellet grills are the same market. I mean, when you I mean when you buy one of those basic, you know, three or four hundred dollar pellet grills, you know it's not going to last that long. It's not going to have as good a controller on it. It's going to be made out of cheaper material. It's just not made to last at that price. It's made for, and I've never had any pellet manufacturer tell me this, but I just know that it's it's made for the introductory people, getting people into barbecue. And that's great. You know, um, I think pellet grills really have a place because, you know, people that they're more comfortable grilling on a pellet grill, so they might not... Uh, you know, want to go start a fire or tend to fire and, and all that, but but anybody can go out there and turn a pellet grill on yeah. and go to cook it and smoke it and turn out some really good barbecue. Yes. And so I, I think they're a great plate. They're great for barbecue because people get introduced to it that way. And a lot, I mean, I think your progression would go once you get a pellet grill, you're going to say, oh, well, I want, you know, I want to see if it, what it's like to be more traditionalist. I want to get the grill where I do maintain the fire, where I can see if the flavor's better. And then I tell those people, go ahead and get your drum first. And then go ahead and get you the, the big stick burner or whatever you want to, when it comes down to it. Yeah, because everybody needs to learn how to tend that fire and stay up all night. When we but that's a young when... man's thing to me because I, <laughs> I, I got too old for that. Well, uh, somebody said something about, you didn't mention um, offsets, but stick burners and offsets are... Same, that's, same what, I, yeah. that's what I consider. They I mean, just didn't realize yeah. that we call yeah. it, yeah. That's, that's, what what I, that's what I refer to an offset smoker or stick burner to offset. Yeah. Same thing. So Anything we, that's got that side fire box where you're, you know, building a base of, base of coals for your fuel and add sticks to it to burn down or burn your wood off to the side and shovel it over. Any of that, that type style, I call stick burning. So um, in that mid-range... Um, it'll be four to five hundred dollars to under a thousand. That's what you're considering mid range. You have, um, you have a stick burner. That, yeah, that's yeah. when they start coming along. You're gonna find all of them. There's, there's, there's a, pretty much all, all of the them. types are gonna be in that level. Yeah. And, it, and you know when you get into the higher level, that's where you start getting into the custom pits or your higher end pits from the manufacturers. 
And that's what takes you over the $1,000 threshold. Yeah. Usually, it, um, capacity starts playing a big role in why they cost over $1,000, too. we got to think more materials. I mean, they're usually better made. Those pits are made to last a long time. I mean, you know, it's, they're custom a lot of time. So, that, you're going to pay for that. Well, let's talk about, like, each individual. So, like, ceramic grills. Um, big green eggs, they start at, what, 500 and those those little mini mats, the little small tabletop bottles, probably four or five hundred bucks, yeah. I imagine. And um, they the big are the one best. like I have, <laughs> yeah, the big one I have probably around a grand. Yeah. But see, with, with the eggs, they have all the accessories you have to buy for them to get them to you know to work right. You got you know got to have the plate setter. You need a tra- You need a stand for it. You need all the tools and everything that goes with it. So there's big green egg and Traeger have the most accessories available. Probably so. Yeah. But you know those eggs are built built to last, so they had to come up with something else to sell because they last forever. <laughs> well, I mean, they're, break the... but you know, and that's the thing. I love ceramic grills. Or you know, that goes into one of the things I talked about later on the versatility, because you can do more with it than just smoke. Um, you know, for example, if you get a drum, you're pretty much doing smoking. Yeah. Now I'm not saying you can't raise the firebox up and and try to grill on it and all that because it. It can, but mainly it's a smoker. That's all you're getting it for. And if you're doing a stick burner, you know, some of those stick burners, you're just doing smokers. But when you get into your ceramic grills and your pellet grills, you're getting versatility because you can do all kinds of stuff with it. So you don't need, well, you always need multiple grills, but you, <laughs> you don't <laughs> you have to have. You can well, get some away people with don't it. have the space. You know? Yeah, and that, I mean, that was another thing I saw because of your footprint. So yeah. if I had a... I'd probably still, I mean, to me, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now, if I was going to go out and I had me some money to spend, I've got me a thousand bucks, right? I'm probably going to build me a drum, I'm going to get me a Weber kettle, and then I'm going to buy me a pellet grill. And probably, yeah, probably going to be, it'd be hard not to get the gorilla for the price it is. Yeah. It'd be hard not to, because I know how well those things cook. Um, you know, I don't own one because I have so many other pellet grills. Well, that's what the point I was trying to make with the big green egg. It's kind of expensive. And they, and they yeah. are, like you said, the Cadillac yeah. of oh, ceramic yeah. grills. And they are the best. Hey, there's other ceramic grills out there there's now, a too. There's a And all of them cook about the same. I there's mean, an acorn. A that's primo. the metal. You know, the char griller made that. It's like a metal. Like, oh, it's metal. It's not yeah, ceramic. And that's okay. probably the lower end style of a ceramic grill. Yeah. It does the same thing. I've, I've seen guys cook out on the comps with them. But you get into those... I call them the Chinese ceramic grills or whatever. They're all about the same. Yeah, they're all about. They're, oh, that's what the egg. They're they're. I mean, they're they're all kind of. If I, they're all knockoffs of the egg or Kamado style. But Gorilla has cooker. one too. Yeah, they've got the. the I've calm. got a calm. Yeah, yeah. that's one of my ceramic grills out there. Um, you know, it's seven eight hundred dollars delivered to your door. Yeah, I think so. Something, Something like that. Right at seven hundred bucks. So you're still looking at I me. Mean, that's messing up a thousand dollars that goes back to it. By the time you get it, you're spending that. Um, you know, Primo's another one of the big brands. Mm-hmm. Vision's making some. I mean, what's the one they sell at Sam's? Is that Vision? I think that or Kamado Joe. Yeah, it's one yeah, of the Kamado two. Joe. I don't know. But there's a lot. But there's of a lot of them. There's a lot of them, and they all cook about the same. I mean, ceramic grills are great. They're just not as portable. I don't, you can do it. I just wouldn't advise it. I mean, it's it's, it's pretty tough to. Move one of the, like say my big green egg, load it up on a trailer, haul it to a comp, and bring it back. That's a lot of that's a lot of work. Jay has a primo. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay Durbin from uh, Mojo. Tennessee Mojo has a primo, and he brought it from 
Tennessee, uh, from his home in Tennessee up to Bristol to cook on it when we did our big Bristol cook. And it was kind of a challenge for him to load it and unload it, and he had to separate it and make sure not to break the inner lining. And oh know. yeah, it's, I mean, he, you had to break it all the way down. I mean, he to, had to baby to it. put it in the back of a truck. You're not just going to pick one of them up and set them up in there. They're so heavy. Yeah, it's not like if you were going to take it to a steak contest, it just wouldn't be practical when you can grab a PK and throw it in there. And I, I mean, that's the big thing to me. If, if I'm, you got to think about the use. It takes us to use. That was kind of the next thing after budget. What are you going to use yeah. that grill for? And, you know, are you going to be just cooking in your backyard? You may just want a ceramic grill. It's versatile. You can do all the stuff with it. Or but if you're going to be doing it. barbecue comps, you're going to have to have something that you can put in the back of the truck. You can put on a trailer that's going to handle the stress of going up and down the road because the road is hard on barbecue pits. I mean, it shakes them. The you know screws get knocked out. They get dinged up. I mean, it's just tough on them. Um, you know, are you going to try to make some money with it? That was my big thing. You know, if you're, if you're just getting into barbecue, you're probably not thinking about, um, you know, trying to make some money with it. But when you get, I mean, you know, there's always fundraising, there's catering jobs, there's, you know, you might start a food truck. You never know, small, you know, a small barbecue restaurant. But these are things to consider when you're making that purchase, what you're going to do with it. And that's, I mean, that's, that's all I really think about use. I mean, that's, to me, how much you're going to spend and what you're going to use it for is probably the two main things. The rest of it is just kind of personal preference stuff. Like what's your style? That was where, you know, what's the flavor? Do you like yeah, traditional flavor? Do you want to fight the fire? Pellet grills. Oh yeah. No, there's people that hate them, that hate me for cooking them. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. I mean, it's all barbecue. So, I mean, there's, 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 there's what is it? There's more one way to skin a cat. I yeah. Mean, but that's true. I mean, you know, you can't hate on somebody just because they cook it on a pellet grill. They're not, they're not a barbecuer because oh, they're. You can. Yeah, oh, you, yeah, you can. <laughs> hate America, you can do whatever you want to do. Land free, right? I just think it's kind of dumb. I mean, yeah. and there's some guys that don't want to tend to fire. Yeah, you know? well, so, I mean, they might, you know, might not be comfortable doing it. They're just yeah. getting started. That's, what, I mean. That's the way I look at it. I want everybody to do barbecue, so I don't care if you've got one of the electric pits. It's now yeah. you're never gonna see me promote them, but hey, if that's what you got, that's what you got. Yeah, and I'll you know I try to help people cook on them all the time. I just well, let's talk about that because I had that on my um, thing. Would you ever recommend someone buy an electric or propane smoker if they were shopping, not if they already had it? You yeah. know, you're not gonna tell somebody that's got it, man. Throw that away. Yeah, yeah. I, I would still. There's so much better options out there than getting one of those. And I think most people end up with them because, I don't know, their wife's buying for them for yeah. Father's Day or Christmas or something. They don't know, you know. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, there's there's a place for them because they sell so many of them at Bass Pro and Cabela's and all that. But Well, they say it's a smoker, and you really don't, you know, some people might not realize it's not yeah. really a smoker. Yeah, I mean, in the sense that we think of it. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't waste my money on one. I mean, not when I get a drone. Yeah. What about those Laka, those boxes, whole cooking boxes, Laka China boxes? Oh, uh, Laka China. No, I mean, those are, that's not a smoker at all. All it is is a, a cage of microwave. <laughs> it's just <laughs> a box you put the fire on top. I mean, that's it? Yeah, it's a Do roasted box. you don't put box. any fire on bottom? Oh, the, the meat goes down in the bottom of it. The fire goes all in the top tray, but I don't okay. consider that a meat. That's not a smoker. You know, I get questions about that, though. 
I want to cook a pig and I've got one of these boxes because they're cheap. I mean, you know. It's, what are they, 300 bucks? Something like I don't that, know. 400 bucks. I never priced one. I asked Mark Williams one time, I said, I'm thinking about getting one of these for Malcolm for Christmas. And he just looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. Wise I, man. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Come on, Shell. <laughs> you all you all know better. <laughs> well, it's what you just do, you know, you like stuff, trying yeah. new things. Yeah. He just looked at me and I was like, I message message. I would have done better with a wheelbarrow full of bricks. <laughs> and build a pit. <laughs> build a pit. <laughs> Let's go stack some bricks. That'd be better. I mean, give me a, give me some bricks. Um, some rebar and it's a piece of tin to put over the top. You'll do better in that cage of microwave. I mean, there's a place for them. Those are, it's a roasting box, so it's more like a luau. If, you, if you've ever had luau-style pig, where it's just roasted pork, that's pretty much what they're going to taste like in that. Yeah. So? So that takes us to, we talked about use, we talked about um, versatility. I mean, that's, you know, I guess um, versatility to me is, can I use it for anything other than just smoking or just grilling? So... Um, if I was going to think about buying a pit, and I, like you said, you might not have a big enough space for something, I would be looking for something I could do a little bit of it all on. And I think that's where pellet grills uh, or ceramic grills as well, they you know they kind of get ahead of the pack a little bit because you can do more with them. Yeah. And that's why I think a lot of people like those. You know? Well, I mean, like PK says that you can you know smoke on, on theirs. And even Weber, people smoke on Weber. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. See, barbecue is one of those things you can do it on just about anything with a little bit of, uh, you know, ingenuity and know-how. I mean, you can, you know, you can set them up and uh, the three, the PK360, it's a, you know, it's to me, it's more primarily of a grill. It's in that mid-range level. But yeah, you can smoke on it. I mean, you can, you can set that thing up for indirect heat, two-zone cooking, or, you know, put a water pan in the middle, coals on each side and have it, you know, control the vents to where it's going to smoke. And it's a smoker at that point. Same thing, like you said, for the Weber kettle. You can get all kinds of attachments for it. I mean, they, they make the ribalizer thing, and they make that fire butler, and they make an expender ring. It basically turns it into like a WSM at that point. And I've got a lot of attachments for mine. I mean, heck, you can use it the Santa Maria style, get one of those grills. And that's why I said, you know, I'm always have a Weber kettle. That's just given. I mean, I'm going to have one. That's just... Probably the number one grill sold in the United States. I don't know the world, probably, if I had to guess. I don't have any facts to back that up. <laughs> but, you know, that goes back to versatility. And maybe that's all you need. And that's versatile enough. It fits in your budget. You're not going to spend a wrong with it. on a, I've a done, kettle. I, you guys, I, I mean, used you to do can, it all the time. But I mean, isn't it a hassle no? to keep feeding well, that fire? Yeah, no. I mean, it's it's what you got. It's like it goes back and you make do with what you got. Don't you have to rotate it a lot? I mean, I can give you the quick demo on how to do it. I use the little trays, the little charcoal trays that sit on the side, yeah. put my water pan in the middle, butt over it, get the grates that kind of hinge up. That way you can add your wood and coal as needed and just let it roll. It's going to cook about 325 degrees and the butt will cook in about five or six hours like that. And you got barbecue. I mean, it's, there's there's all kinds of ways to do it. What else in the video? We talked about um, except like fuel choice. Yeah, that was another. That's another one, and these aren't major ones, but you need to think. I mean, do you have is charcoal really expensive where you live? Is there a good source for decent wood where you live? If you're gonna get a stick burner, and you're gonna have to get a cord of wood. You know, you got to think about that. Yeah. If you're gonna use pellets, pellets are more expensive than buying charcoal, so you're gonna have a little bit more cost, and you're gonna have to have electricity. So you got to think about the operational cost of it. That's, you know, it's just a small factor to consider, but it is. Um, 
Accessories. Well, accessories that are available. I kind of touched on that briefly, but well, let's I talk about it. while we're talking about accessories. What accessories would you always buy? And some of them are just straight up gimmicks. You know, like you said, they're trying to you yeah know, make some more. Uh, money. You know, you need a cover. I would always get a cover because I mean, even you, you that's what's going to extend the life of that pit. You know, a good cover. You need um, a set of gear grates. I mean, now for a smoker, you probably don't. But if I'm buying, you know, a pellet grill, ceramic grill, or Weber, or anything like that, lower the, you know, in that cheaper tier, because I, but it's, I'm gonna be using it for grilling and smoking. I gotta have some grill grates. Yeah. You give me that, I'm happy. A cover and some grill grates. I mean, well, I got some probably, kind of spatula or something in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I mean, I got other. I mean, we've already talked about grilling accessories. You meant just specifically, yeah, if you buy a grill, what do you need? Yeah. Um, if you do get a ceramic grill, you're gonna need a. Heat, uh, plate. Yeah, plate setter. I mean, most most of them. Take, I think most of them come with them. You know, I brought my egg. It didn't come with it. I had to mm -hmm. buy it separate. I think the Kong doesn't come with it. Uh, I don't know if it does now or not. I honestly don't. But yeah, that's to, to slow that thing down and to really turn it into a smoker. You need that. Otherwise, it's just primarily a grill. A ceramic cooker is. So you definitely want that plate setter. That's, that's about, that's about the only thing about. I need. That's yeah. about the only thing for a ceramic now. The stand, I mean, most of them, I don't know if they come with stands or not. Because when I had to buy that nest for mine, it was supposed to be the portable nest. But it's not portable. <laughs> <laughs> It'll roll on flat surface, but you're not fixing to push it across, you know, rocks or grass or anything. Um, that's pretty much it. But those are all things you need to consider. Because like you said, yeah. they can make the price go up. And that was it. And that, and that was pretty much what we did that video for. We wanted to give people some ideas on some important things to talk about. And I'm pretty sure I said it at the end, but research, doing some homework, uh, you know, there's... Barbecue Brethren Forum yeah, is pretty the good. The for, there's all kinds of forums. forums. And there's a ton of Facebook groups. Yeah. Get on get on there and talk to some people about it. Do some research on your chocolate pit. I mean, I don't know. I, I know I'm, you know, in fans of several different kinds of mm -hmm. grills. And I always see on there, you know, one of the questions that comes up all the time, there's somebody saying, hey... I'm thinking about pulling the trigger on such and such grill. What's your thoughts? And, hey, I mean, you might see it a thousand times, but there's always some good comments on it. Yeah. People are telling you what they think, and that's honest opinions on stuff. For I like to put my hands – I yeah. like to talk to somebody who's using one. I like to put my hands on them, and, you know, I just like, like to, to do my homework and know what I'm going to spend my money on. That way I feel like I made a good buying decision, and I don't feel like I'm wasting my money because, I mean, is it going to happen – Maybe you still might not be happy with it. I don't know. But. <laughs> uh, well, people ask us all the time, what do you think about the Green Mountain Grill? And, yeah. well, we've never used, you know, yeah, I, I, I've never cooked on well, one. Yeah, a lot, and there's a lot of grills I've never cooked on. I mean, doing there's what, so doing what we do, how to barbecue right, I do want to cook on as many different grills as I can, but it's just not possible. I mean, you won't let me have any more. <laughs> Whatever. You have never <laughs> let me stop you. <laughs> I've never heard you say, no, can't get another one. She'll say, no. <laughs> but, yeah, that, but that's pretty much, uh, that's the gist of, of buying a smoker for me, a quick kind of, it's not really, that's not everything, believe me, but that's enough to get you started and get you pointed in the right direction on buying a smoker. Yeah. That's, and that's all That's all we were to make that video for, was, you know, some ideas. And but, I think it was good because people ask us all the time. Yeah. You know, well, now. What grill should I buy? Yeah, well, that, now, that's no one answer for every person. That's There's right. a good grill out there for you 
It's just not the same that everybody They're else They're all owns. good. <laughs> Learning to cook on them and how to turn out good barbecue and being happy with that end product is all part of it. And that's what, you know, if, if you get one of the lesser pits and you can turn out some barbecue, man, you've done a great job. And that's the challenge, and a lot of people like that challenge, and it feels good to say, I, you know, I cooked this pork butter, these ribs on my Aussie walkabout over here that'll fold up, and I can <laughs> throw it in the trunk of my Toyota car or whatever. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's part of it. Yeah. So, I mean. And then, you know, when you step up and want something a little easier. I'll get you an old hickory. Yeah. <laughs> you ready for the big dog. Right. Old hickory is when you're talking about, uh, you know, making some money. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, so... Real quick, I wanted to talk. We have a new app. Oh, yeah. That was one. Man, we've been wanting to do an app for years. For, for years and didn't really know how to do it and didn't know anything about developing an app and uh, didn't really know what we were going to put on it because we wanted to do something free because that's, you know, how about we give away the information. It's yeah. not like I'm trying to make a dollar off. I, I'm trying to keep my lights on by selling roasted sauces, but, <laughs> but all the information and the cooking and stuff, we want to share. Because I feel like, you know, anybody can go out and buy some rubs and sauces and do the, the recipes with it. You don't have to have the same stuff we do. But we wanted a way to translate that to the app platform. We use apps on our phones all the time. And uh, This uh, app's super simple. It's really just the website in a very searchable form. Uh, on the phone. That yeah. you don't have to, you know, that you can pick up your phone and go to. I mean, a lot of, I know, you know, that they come out with a thing where Google wanted all websites to be mobile friendly and all that. And, and so ours it, is. And ours is, but it's still not as easy to to get around to navigate on it because stuff doesn't load right or, or you know, the screen's not the right size or whatever. And and so the app just kind of simplifies it. Yeah. And you stay on it when you you know, when you're watching the YouTube channels or you can go to the cart you can go to the cart and shop. You can see all the buttons. It's real searchable. That's what I like about it. Mm-hmm. I can go to I can go to and I was playing with it last night. You can go in there and just type in ribs and it'll show you all of our videos, and uh, it's pretty neat. I yeah. like it. And it's, it's even got links to all the yeah. social media down at the bottom that takes you to those feeds, and so you can see what we're doing there. It's just a basic app. Yeah, it's simple. It's free. It's free. Hey, it's <laughs> a lot worse apps out there. And we'll have the Android. It's no mouse hunt. But <laughs> <laughs> What's a mouse hunt? Or whatever. What was the one that used to make the little mouse jump while you're in? <laughs> Is it like a game? Yeah. Yeah. It's no Candy Crush. Yeah, it's no Candy Crush, but um, you don't have to buy anything to keep playing it. Yeah, maybe <laughs> <laughs> we do need to have a barbecue right game. We could... After you use it five times, we'll start charging. Yeah, no, it's nothing like that. I always had an idea that I wanted something where you could enter in, like, okay, I'm cooking a pork butt. It's eight pounds. That and was this a... temp. How long is it going to take? Yeah, that was our original thing that I kind of wanted to incorporate something like that with some of the recipes, but. It was way above our pay grade to do something like that. So. We barely got this one done. Yeah, and we're working on that Android version it of it. It should be out in about a week. Yeah, Android so hopefully um, that way it'll be available on all platforms. You know, both types, both type phones. Yeah. Someone uh, commented that it wouldn't download on their iPhone five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not our problem. No. <laughs> you have an iPhone five. It doesn't work on my Motorola either. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I tried to fire it up. My I flipped it open. <laughs> I flipped it open, and it just wouldn't download. <laughs> well, so, so what's up next week? What do we got going on? We, said, we talked know. about the state contest, going to Kentucky. Um, 
And yeah, check gonna, out the steak I, contest out if you want to, yeah. if, you're, if you're interested in cooking a steak contest. I'm probably going to do some tri-tip next week. Really? Yeah, because I've got a couple tri-tips uh, that I've I had in the Kittle's freezer. I going to come over and do some tri-tips. I hadn't talked to him since he uh, got engaged. Congratulations, Kendall, on your <laughs> upcoming nuptials. Congratulations, nuptial. Kendall and yeah, Sarah. Yeah, excited for them. But uh, I hadn't talked to Kendall. I need to. I need to actually call him. I hadn't it, it, since vacation. I guess he's been on vacation too. I haven't yeah. heard from him. But, so, uh, um, but we're gonna do back to the recipes next week. It's been so hot. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, ready for it. I don't know if I'm ready for it to cool off. It's almost getting close to football weather. Yeah. I've got to start thinking about what all I'm going to cook for the fantasy football draft party. And uh, when it gets that time of year, man, I start loving it. Yeah. I'm going to do some football videos, maybe. and uh, Yeah. Football food. And uh, it's going to be a good fall. I'm excited. We're going to have some more guest pitmaster yeah, videos. Yeah, we've got to do. we we'll probably have some more guests on the podcast, too. Definitely. I know, uh, Definitely. Um, anything else we have coming up? I think that's it, man. I think that's. Uh, this weekend, we're going to be um, swimming in the pool, cooking some burgers. Continue the vacation. Yeah. I invited a few friends over. Today is, let's see, July 20th. I really say I have 11 more days of vacation. <laughs> so I'm, you know, almost to that end. I know we're... <laughs> but, yeah, we're getting, we're getting back in the swing of things. And thank you all for listening today. Is there anything else you want to... Uh, tell, tell them where they can find us, Shell. You can find Malcolm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at How to Barbecue Right. And if you'd like to connect with me, I'm on Twitter. I don't really use Twitter that much. Uh, but I'm on Instagram at Miss Southern Shell. Hey, thank y'all for checking us out today. We hope y'all enjoyed the podcast, and uh, we'll see y'all next time.